March 20th, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. This is news for Urinetown. You seen Urinetown yet, Mike? No, I have not. Yeah. Have you? No. Okay. I'm, I'm curious about it. Yeah. Uh, what is Mahler? What Mahler trying to tell us he's seen it? What? Uh, no, no, uh, no. He's he he's thinks just... that this is you're in town here at KUCI because <laughs> in the backyard, I mean, he's yeah, going everywhere. Yeah, it pretty and much it's, is. It's his town. little you're yeah. in town. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Mahler. That's right. Pee freely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in meanwhile, you're in town's about the drought. Yes. Case, or about a drought, a 20-year drought, and yeah. and, uh, and yeah. we're we're suffering because of it, mm-hmm. as we are. Yes. We We're are in our fourth year here, I guess. Historic drought is what I would call it. That's yes, right, yes, Meanwhile, Jay Famiglietti, a senior water scientist at, at NASA, yeah. the Jet Propulsion uh, Laboratory, uh-huh. yeah. that's right here uh-huh. in California, warned that California reservoirs have about one year of water left. Yeah. One yeah. year of water. That's right. Now, everybody, uh, the, the news report said they cut out the reservoir part and said that California only has one year of water left, right. and people were freaking out. Of course. But they should anyway. They should be. They should be freaking out yes, anyway about all yeah. this. Yes. Uh, right now, the state has only about one year of water supply left in its re- reservoirs, and our strategic backup supply, groundwater, is rapidly disappearing. They don't have any regulations on the groundwater. That's right. Water. It, That's it, the, only recently, yeah. within the last year or two. Yeah. Like in, in, in Sacramento, they didn't even have water meters in Sacramento until I think about two or three years ago. People could literally yeah. use water. They could be taking a shower all day long in, in, in Sacramento. It wouldn't have mattered. Well, they cost... could be pumping water up from the ground yeah. without any regulation. At all. And they right. didn't have any, any regulators at all in Sacramento? They didn't. On the, they just only within the last couple of years. Well, how did uh, they figure out how much you They owed? just paid a flat rate. A flat rate? Yeah, that's all they did. Everyone paid a flat rate. That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? In Sacramento? In Sacramento. <laughs> that's how much water they thought they had. Well, that's just, that's just poor management. Yeah. No, it is. You're right. But that's the sad fact. They literally what, what did the not hell? meter the water. I don't, I don't get that at all. No, I don't either. Well, meanwhile, Californians are conserving far less water than they were a year ago with just 9% of water saved. That's well down from the 22% conserved a year ago. Right. And then the regular—I know that uh, Governor Brown has, has requested—what is it? Or 20%? Yeah, that was just yesterday. Okay. He and a bunch of bipartisan folk, the lawmakers up there in Sacramento— yeah, I hope there is good. I know they're not in control of the city, but you would think that they would have done something about the metering of the water in the capital. But anyway, here they are uh, investing more than a billion dollars to improve the state's water infrastructure, provide emergency assistance to struggling communities, and protect wildlife. I don't know what that's doing in there. Yeah, well, and again, the, just the, my own, my own limited it? amount of uh, experience in this realm is that uh, we got a little water this year. I think we're right at around eight or nine inches so far, which is yeah. well below our average. I yeah. believe it's about 15 as an average. We need uh, about four or five years of 25 inches of rain yeah. a year to really start to make a real dent in what's oh, yeah. going on. So. Yeah, a friend of mine, yeah. he's walking around after we had that last rain about mm-hmm. a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. He's walking down, and, and, and he notices his neighbor hosing down his driveway. Yeah. And he says to him, Hey, you know, we're in a drought, you know, kind of one of those yeah. half 
hey neighbor you yeah, know hey neighbor. And, yeah. yeah not hey buddy yeah exactly anyway, yeah. and his neighbor says well it rained all night yeah, yeah. that ain't gonna work folk yeah and by the way one of the most egregious uses of water is uh in terms of uh, non um farming is plants it's people who don't have and i know you do have drought tolerant landscaping what's around the lawns lawns are ridiculous they're lawn, lawns and by the way lawns are an absolute abomination yeah. Yeah. in a mediterranean climate to have a lawn is a crime against nature it yeah. really is I, I forget how many gallons they it's take up a year ridiculous. per square foot but yeah. it's like in the in the thousands of gallons of water right. per year that a lawn will soak up right right per square foot yeah not not the whole lawn per square foot yeah and people are still putting in sod. To what ends? I know. They don't even go on these lawns. Honestly, it's, it's, we're talking about taxing Cokes and 7-Ups yeah, and things. They, tax we should be lawns. taxing the, the, the manufacturers, tax uh, the people lawns. who are selling sod. There should be an excise tax or some kind of, some sort of, uh, what oh, do they call Lord. it, sin tax is what it really is. It should be. So Yeah, if you're, if you're taxing cigarettes, yes. that only hurts the guy that's smoking. And if you, you happen to be, be in the car with the him lawns. while he's smoking, yes. But, yeah, that's but, your choice. I, well, it's uh, not my choice if some jackass is right. planting sod everywhere. And, I know, and his, on his acre and a half of property. Yeah. I, it's ridiculous. And again, there should be those kind of taxes. And golf courses? Yeah. Yeah. Eat, eat crap. Yeah, I know. I know. Learn I how know. to play in sand, dude. <laughs> a new 3D printing technology enables objects to rise from a liquid media continuously rather than being built layer by layer as they have been for the past 25 years, representing a fundamentally new approach to 3D printing. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. exciting news. The technology allows ready-to-use products to be made 25 to 100 times faster than other methods and creates previously unachievable geometrics. Geom I was going to say geometry, and then I saw it was geomet. Gotcha. Geometries. It is geometry. Oh, well, wow. you're, you're anyway. You could do things with this that you haven't been done before. They open up opportunities for innovations in healthcare and medicine, and also in uh, aviation and automotive. All those kinds of things. Yeah, you, no, you they're yeah little parts mean, for parts for people, parts for cars, and yeah. there are all kinds of things that they're they're doing with it. So good. Israeli Prime Minister. Uh oh, that'll that'll kill you in where we're right there. Right that now. makes my. I pucker up when I hear that right Benny away. Netanyahu. Yeah, Benny. Won his election. It'll be the fourth term in office. His uh, Likud party is poised to control 29 or 30 seats in the 120-member Knesset, mm -hmm. which is their governing body yeah. over there. Yeah. The uh, Zionist Union opposition placed second with 24 seats, right. and a united list of Arab parties came in third. Netanyahu was vowing to oppose a Palestinian state. In before the election. Before the election. That's reneging on his nominal endorsement of a two-state solution in 2009. Right. Right. Yeah. But he sort of walked that statement back yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. On yeah. NBA. He was interviewed on an American oh, television. He, he, he walked back his opposition to a Palestinian No, he walked back his Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He walked back. So he his, said he might allow a Palestinian. He said a, a secure. He keeps saying this: a secure, not a non-militarized Palestinian state. He, you know, he's. And then he went back to the statement that you referred to. Oh. Like I said in two thousand and nine. Oh, so he wanted the the right wing vote. He wanted he, it for the yeah. election, and now now the United States is saying we're going to have to reconsider a lot of our relationship with Israel because of that. Meanwhile, right. the Obama yeah. administration signaled a potential shift in its approach to Israel and yeah. Palestine following Netanyahu's win. 
They uh, are considering backing a U.N. Security Council resolution calling for a two-state solution based on an Israeli withdrawal from the occupied territories. So, yeah, it's interesting things going on over there. Yeah. Again, maybe this is a moment. Maybe this is an opportunity. He has a sort of a mandate now. He can be, and I hate saying this out loud. I can't believe I'm going to say it, a Nixonian moment of when he went to China. It could be, but he won't. The Israelis hey. really want to just get rid of Gaza. No, not Nixon. No, I know. I'm he sorry. He's a hell of a lot better than Reagan. Well, that's true. That's true. But I, this is, they don't. They don't want Gaza. They want it to go away. At the end of the day, that's really what this is all about. The regime of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad faces new allegations of atrocities in its bombings of rival-held areas. Amnesty International says regime attacks on Raqqa, the stronghold of Islamic State militants, or Daesh, <laughs> as I say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what's going on? So there? what happened? I'm sorry. So there were bombing. Yeah, it's in November. They carry every, every indication of being war crimes, is what we're saying. Oh, there's, right, there's right, right. We're talking about war crimes. Yeah, yeah. On, they should be Syria. brought before the world court, whoever whoever these clowns are. The, the is, airstrikes, they've killed 115 civilians, 14 children. Ah, that's nothing. Who who has? That's nothing. Who, who has? Our the, guys? Or Bashar al-Assad. Oh, yeah, Assad. The military All behind of, him. Man, oh, but, you know, I don't know. Are Are the... States in the area starting to clean this up. I we're going to get to this. I'm sure Iran, yeah. which the United States pretends isn't there right now, yeah. is really the the driving force behind getting a Daesh out of that part of the world. Yeah, they really are. But we just pretend. You know what? I I don't know what you're talking about. So well, we don't want to ally ourselves no, too we closely but, yeah. because it's politically. I know, but it's just kind of a dance. Favorite. I mean, think yeah. about it. I mean, we're willing to kind of look the other way for Assad in Syria if he's going after Daesh, yeah. Iran, our sworn enemy. Well, if they want to go. It's just a such a weird, crazy, f- mirrored funhouse kind of thing to, to, in this area of the world. So. Well, it's, it's, it's the money. Yeah, it's honey. Yeah, it is the yeah. money. A shooting rampage in Tunisia's National Museum left 22 people dead, 20 foreign tourists and two Tunisians. Uh, that's the part about this that's I don't know if you call it troubling, but it's it what left it's what left the uh, the the buzz about this. It's the tourists. That's who they were targeting. Nearly yeah. fifty yeah. people were injured. The two gunmen began the attack by opening fire on tourists as they got off a bus and then chasing them inside the museum. God. Nine people were arrested in connection with the attack. Yeah. The Bardot Museum. That's not the Bridget Bardot Museum. <laughs> That's one's. That's a nice museum in France. Yeah. And, you know, of course, yeah. I've visited a number of times. Oh yes, the Bardot Museum in Tunisia is one of the most popular tourist attractions in Tunis, mm-hmm. and is adjacent to the country's parliament building. So it's in the, it's downtown. Yeah, the dead included residents of Japan, Italy, Colombia, Australia, France, Poland, Spain, and Britain, and it was the most serious attack in years in Tunisia. Where the Arab Spring began. I was just going to say the sad fact is that there was a there was a moment when there, you would see you could see some sort of attempt on the part of the Tunisians and and the Egyptians to take control of their destiny, and it seems to have spiraled in the wrong direction toward the military. Yeah, that's where it always ends up. Taliban suicide bombers detonated explosives outside two Christian churches in Lahore, Pakistan, killing at least 14 people. Christian protesters responded by smashing windows, blocking traffic, and burning to death two people suspected of involvement in the the attack. 
Hmm. They're, they're showing their, their faith. They're just wearing it right on their sleeve, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, I like that. In Iraq, Kurdish authorities claim that the Islamic State used chlorine gas as a weapon during a battle with Peshmerga forces. Peshmergas are the, the Kurds. Yeah. So we're, we're talking and so, about And so, uh, by the way, that, that is, that's the stuff, I believe it's the same stuff that they used in World War I that was considered a war crime. Yeah. That's that mustard chlorine gas that just, yeah. Ah, that's what my, why, my grandfather unhailed. He, he got a little bit of chlorine gas. And he? he suffered the rest of his life, but yeah. you know he didn't. He didn't die, obviously. But but does irreparable damage I assume, yeah. to your respiratory uh -huh. system? That's why he smoked cigars. <laughs> okay, yeah. he was compensating. Yeah, <laughs> president uh, of Russia, yeah. Putin. Oh yeah, Vladimir. Vlad or Vladdy, as we call him. Or was it what they call him? F floppy. <laughs> yeah, floppy, wasn't it? Floppy? You know, remember Vlad? Yes. Lakers? Vla yeah. Oh, yeah. Vladdy. Oh, that's yeah. right. Vla Vladdy Divac. Yeah. yeah, the flopper. Floppy yeah. Divac. <laughs> anyway, Putin, uh, who did not appear publicly for 10 days, this is a while ago, was rumored variously to have died, to have had a stroke, to have been overthrown in a coup, to have underground, undergone plastic surgery, or to have fathered a love child in Switzerland with a 31-year-old retired rhythmic gymnast turned parliamentarian. Oh. That's um, crazy. I, That's well, crazy talk. I don't know. Is that really? And what is your answer, <laughs> Mike? <laughs> I'll, I'll go, go with the uh, I'll Swedish go the, the uh, gymnast. Yeah. yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much, yeah. yeah. His hand's shake is so strong, said his press secretary, who denied the report. He breaks hands with it. <laughs> so he is that strong. He's back. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. that sound like the old, you rhetoric. know, Stalin kind yeah. of uh, yeah. rhetoric, right? It's yeah. ridiculous stuff. Right. Meanwhile, two people were injured in the Lahansk region of separatist-held East Ukraine when a man used a grenade for a ball at a local bowling alley. Oh, that's smart. That's I don't want to. I, I was there. thinking of a uh, really bad joke in poor taste, so I'm not gonna. What did he no. get a strike? Yeah, something along. Something like that. Yeah, you picked so, up the spare. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. what else? I, on, didn't say it. I didn't say it. Jokes. I what didn't say it. I didn't know. Come on. Sorry. What else? Uh, Alley jokes. Yeah. Gutter ball? Gutter ball. I don't know. I don't know. On the second anniversary of his election, Pope Francis told a Mexican television station that he might step down as soon as two years from now. No. He's, I guess he's going all Dalai Lama on us. What you, exactly. Yeah. He's going to, yeah, he's going to be. I, you, uh, Popes can't retire. They're just in there until they die, except, you know, Pope Rottweiler, the last one. Yeah, he's, 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 by the way, he's still alive. Yeah, room and board. You get free room and board I, at the Vatican yeah, if you retire as Yeah, a pope. but let's say he re this guy, uh, Pope Francis, re retires. Yeah. Then doesn't Rottweiler come back in? No, they have to get another one. I mean, I guess... They could but he's, appoint Rottweiler He's kind of the co-pope right now, in a matter of speaking. Oh, no, or is I, the yeah. Pope Emeritus. Is what pope I think. Emeritus, He's yeah. the Pope Emeritus right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not going to reinstall him. I, I can't I, imagine. I hope not. Yeah. But, it, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of those guys at the Vatican would love to have Rottweiler back. I think he's he's not doing so well. That would be okay. my take right. on Rottweiler. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, but but uh, <laughs> old, he, Francis said, I would like to go out one day without being recognized and go to a pizzeria. This guy sounds like a, a regular human being. I told you he was a bouncer in Brazil. Yeah, this yeah. Guy, I mean, this guy, of course. It's, it's of course, true. He was course. a bouncer in Brazil. He's a regular guy. Yeah. He's just going out there doing what a pope does. <laughs> hey. Hey, what's the matter, you? Get hey. off the lawn. Hey, come on. <laughs> Take a slice of the pepperoni and no, I'm not the pope. Uh, I'm not the pope. 
I just look like him. The Democratic Republic of the Congo announced it was seeking to withdraw the boundaries of Virunga National Park, a oh, UN yes. protected, a UN protected World Heritage Site, where they are protecting animals and As stuff. Especially gorillas. Yeah, exactly. But they're redrawing the boundaries of this, which would harden the animals to, to, in order to look for oil. Oh, Europeans, my God. you have eaten all your animals said a senior official for the Congolese Ministry of Hydrocarbons. And now you ask us to protect animals? Oh, my Good point. God. Good point. There, there's a documentary called Varunga, and it's all about there's something yeah, oh, yeah. like two, yeah. 300 apes left in the yeah. world, in this part of the world, yeah. and they're in danger every day of being yeah. uh, killed. So. But in the meantime, I understand the Congolese Ministry of yeah. Hydrocarbons senior official yeah. comment. You've eaten all your animals. Yeah. Now you're now yeah. you want us to save ours just because yeah. what? Yeah, you're, no, that's you've, a... You've grown a heart. Yeah. Ecstasy. And magic mushrooms were temporarily legalized in Ireland. Uh huh. Oh, it was it was a mistake, right? Yeah. Somehow. An appeals court ruling invalidated one section of the Misuse of Drugs Act of 1977, made by the Control Substances. It had regulated legal for at least one day. Made the control. So they were. So people were running out into the. I don't know if that even happened. There were no. The Irish are already too smacked. And <laughs> even, they didn't even get to reading this until it was over with. What? You're telling me I missed it? What? That's what my that? Irish. That's, I don't know. A, that was that was horrible. the worst Irish accent ever, yeah. wasn't it? Mahler, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. That's, you know, actually, that's a better Irish accent. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mahler. Yeah, nice, Mahler. Yeah, nicely done. Top of the morning to you, too. Yeah, it's time for secret stuff, unless you got some uh, other stuff. Oh, Ta-da! hell. I did, yes. Yes, I did. No. You just, no. I'll, you know, I'll blurt it out when I feel like, oh, the Mexican uh, student thing. They're they're traveling around the country. Parents and uh, colleagues of the 43 students who were missing since for like six months in Mexico were believed to have been killed by drug lords and mayors who set them up and all the rest of it, are now touring the United States pleading their case to the American people and to the yeah. American government for yeah. basically a real investigation into what happened. I just thought, that's it. Okay, and now the secret stuff. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, Molly. Yeah. The transparent administration of Barack Obama. You know that. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, they're great that way. They set a new record for concealing information from the public. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Remember when he said he was going to be transparent? I remember the exact words I will have the most transparent administration in the history of the United States. Of the more than 700,000 requests for information last year, the government censored or denied access to information more than. Quarter of a mil- a quarter of a million cases, yeah. yeah. In more than two hundred fifteen thousand others, it said it could not find the records. Ugh. When the government was challenged over its withholding of information in nearly one of three cases, it acknowledged the decision was improper. In other words, one they in did, three. One in three. They yeah. did have the information. Yeah, they did, but they just as the number of records requests increase the administration slash the number of full-time employees paid to look for the records by 375. Okay, I, 
I just want to make sure that the mitigating circumstances is the Republicans didn't slash that that oh, budget. Yeah, I, that, I, I mean, would say they probably. I'm did. not. I'm in not excusing because it's obvious that what the pattern is well, here, but yeah, it I might know. be that they they mm, maybe, but maybe, yeah, they, okay. But nevertheless, yeah. it happened. Yeah, it happened, and, and it was a, probably a budgetary slash. So they decided to slash it from the people who were looking for Freedom of Information Act right. files, uh, rather from the administrator who spends his time flying to Brazil. And, no, I agree. And yeah. I'm sure that when they looked across the federal government and say, what would we really like to not do anymore? And then that is yeah. grant people information about the government. Now, ask the NSA about your your um, Barnes & Noble purchases from 1910. Yeah, and you'll find or 19, that I'm sorry, 2010, seconds. and they could, they'll pull them up in a, in a heartbeat. But yeah. you want to, yes, yes. But when you ask them about your involvement with Code Pink... They can't find it. Yeah. When it comes to our record on transparency, said uh, White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest. Mm. A funny name for a press secretary. It's kind of of an oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah. When it comes to our record on transparency, we have a lot to be proud of. And frankly, it sets a standard that future administrations will have to live up to. Well, that, I guess, is... Wow. Well, it depends on how you look at it, but they may be right. Yeah. Yeah. An Orwellian kind of way. Yes, absolutely. Also, the congressional Democrats are opposing new secrecy surrounding the proposed Trans-Pacific Partnership. The United States is in talk with 11 Latin American and Asian countries for a sweeping trade pact covering 40% of the global economy, and it sucks. Yes, and it sucks. It really sucks. It really codifies uh, big business, corporate, uh, um, not just corporate America, corporate world into a dominant position in trade agreements, and it really puts it above civilian law, government law. Yeah. They have create their own sort of uh, governing body and adjudications. And whether or not lawsuits can be, be uh, yeah. put up against them and whether or not uh, environmental restrictions will even apply to them. Or they can sue the they can sue the government for lost profit. If they're forced to abide by a regulatory law that they claim will cost them money and profit, uh-huh. they can sue the government for that lost profit. And this is the Trans-Pacific Partnership that... That no uh, one is ever talking. You don't no. hear any no. major political figures even talking about it, let alone... Well, because its provisions have been kept secret. Right. A briefing is set for lawmakers today in Washington, but they will not be able to discuss it publicly because the meeting has been deemed classified. God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Representative Rosa Del Oro of Connecticut says the White House is being needlessly secretive, adding that if the Trans-Pacific Partnership would be as good for American jobs as they claim, they should have nothing to hide. That's right. This, you know, those four million people who made who are trying to make sure that net neutrality is a reality for all of us. Net neutrality. We, there should be that many people, myself included, should be screaming from the rooftops. We want to know what's in that trade agreement and who's actually supporting it. From the rooftops? Well, maybe. No, from the cable tops. Cable I tops, I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. Also, the White House has acknowledged top officials are considering consulting hmm. retired General oh, yeah. David Petraeus for advice about fighting the self-proclaimed Islamic State in Iraq, yeah. or what I like to call Daesh! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though yeah. Petraeus had pleaded guilty to leaking classified information. Yep. And don't, you know all about and that. And don't forget yeah. the, uh, uh, yes, an obstruction of justice, and he got a suspended sentence. Yeah. 
And, and now they want to and, talk to him about more secrets. And Chelsea Manning is going to spend the rest of her life in jail. Yeah. Because because he did the right thing. Yeah. She. Well, well, don't like be not so yet. Particular not, about that. Not yet. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, what happens? Did Walter Carlos write? switched on Bach or did Wendy Carlos well Wendy Carlos wrote other things but Wendy was called Walter okay yes he wrote it you're right you're absolutely right that's what I'm saying yeah okay Chelsea yeah I mean Bradley Lou Lou Alcindor played for UCLA Uh yeah Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah played for the Bucks yes and then went on to uh, become the greatest basketball player in the history of professional basketball Notice how I switched the conversation. I like that. It's really nice. Also, a former lawyer for the doctor who helped the CIA look for Osama bin Laden was shot dead in northwest Pakistan. Unidentified gunman attacked the lawyer, Samilullah Afridi. In his car near the city of Peshawar on Tuesday, the lawyer had represented Dr. Shaquille Afridi, no relation, who was convicted of treason in 2012 by a Pakistani tribal court and is now serving a 23-year prison sentence. The doctor helped the CIA set up a fake vaccination program. Right. That's what this, I think, was right. about right. in an attempt to collect DNA samples, and that's what all a lot of assassinations have done. I'd be curious about. what the doctor was convicted of treason for. Was he convicted of treason? For, I mean, not the, not the doctor, but the, wait. Who, the lawyer? The, who was t- convicted of treason? Did I say? Oh, the, the lawyer represented Dr. Shaquille Afridi, who was convicted of treason. Okay. By a rebel court, a Pakistani rebel court. Gotcha. So, oh, okay. So that's where gotcha, that is. Gotcha, gotcha, that gotcha. might be a reason, but also because the DNA samples when they were looking for bin Laden. They found bin Laden's, one of his kids, and that's how they were able to track yeah. down bin Laden yep. in that vaccination. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Mark. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for drones Ooh. in the news. Ooh. Military and intelligence officials continued to comb through clues about what prompted the Syrian military to shoot down an unarmed U.S. predator drone there earlier this week. Hmm. The attack could represent a serious escalation if the Syrians shot the unmanned plane down in a region that had previously been deemed safe for operations. But the U.S. Air Force, or forces, I don't know you know, whose, whose drone it was at this time, but... They say it might have just flown in the wrong place. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my God. Also, the uh, ACLU sued the Obama administration over the secrecy of its drone wars overseas. The lawsuit seeks basic details about the administration's so-called targeted killing program, including records on how the government selects targets, etc., and who was actually killed. The ACLU filed a Freedom of Information Act request for the information in October 2013, but it hasn't received anything yet. Well, did, maybe they didn't get the memo about how they're, yeah. you know, they're turning, the, the, <laughs> basically not going to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shoot. Also, the Justice Department said <laughs> that it would not criminally charge a federal employee who is operating a hobbyist drone that crashed on the south lawn of the White House in January. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. They said it was... That was okay. They might go off and uh, and fine him a little bit for it. Yeah, but, well, okay. But no criminal charges. Yeah. And also, you might think, Mike. Yeah. Uh, 
you might think twice before uploading a video of a drone to YouTube. You know how you're... Oh, you know that. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I never miss a chance. You're the kidding. Federal Aviation Administration sent a cease and desist letter postmarked March 9th to Jason Haynes, a YouTube user who regularly uploads drone videos. The note warned him that he was violating drone regulations by using them for commercial purposes without the proper authorization. Now, this is interesting because he's not necessarily even flying the drones. Yeah. He's just posting videos. Yeah. Now, he might be flying the drones. Okay. But nevertheless, just the act of posting the drone video prompted the uh, Federal Aviation uh, Administration to send him a letter. They're concerned that people seeing these might be inspired to use them no it, it's just that he's violating the commercial okay uh, all right you know he needs a permit to do it commercially and he does he does fly drones mm -hmm. but doesn't mean that every drone video he posts uh, gotcha. from his drone gotcha. Gotcha. yeah they did that okay well yeah. that's what they do you know they got to do something they got nine to five they got to fill up the time somehow yeah you know yeah just call this guy up yes yes i know i know shut up Mom. Mueller, really every come on I'm going domestic now. All right. House Republicans unveiled a new budget plan that would cut spending by $5.5 trillion over 10 years. Oh, good. Oh. Boy, we need to cut spending. Yes. The measure increases military spending by $40 billion. Okay. How does it increase? If we're cutting spending, you, why, you know, why are they giving Nathan, money? We make more weapons than anybody on the planet by 10 times more or something like that? Don't, more than 50%? I, I don't, don't you see that it's good for America? Damn, you're right, Mike. Yeah, I mean, what come was on, I thinking? Give, give the program here, really. But it slashes, this new Republican budget, $1 trillion in funding for social services like food stamps and welfare. Oh, yeah, these well, people are just yeah, mooching off yeah, us anyway. Yeah, those people, those they don't need single food. mothers and kids and elderly, come yeah. on. Oh, the elderly especially. Yeah, those people. What they ever come do on, for us? Really? Come on, old man. The plan also demands Obamacare's full repeal. Of oh, Obamacare. That's yeah, not really. Yeah, Obama. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That was. Well, uh, and not to mention that the plan calls for no infrastructure uh, monies, which means that all the bridges that are falling down will continue to fall down. Yeah. Meanwhile, $40 billion to um, emergency war funds. What is it? What does that mean? For the uh, next. For the war on Iran? Is yeah. that what that's for? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. The chemical industry industry's top lobby group has reportedly drafted a chemical safety bill before Congress. The bill is sponsored by Senators Tom Udall, he's the Democrat, and David Vitter, he's a Republican. But Democratic Senator Barbara Boxer mm -hmm. says a digital copy she received proves the authorship of the lobbyists. Oh, That's the chemical industry. Yeah. Information embedded inside Microsoft Word shows the company of origin for the document is the American Chemical Council. So that's where, where our uh, legislation is coming from regarding chemicals yeah. and the, yeah. the profit-making American Chemical Council. It was Council. a couple of years ago there was actually a lobbyist sitting in the committee room while they were draw where the Republicans yeah. were drawing up legislation. I don't remember which one it was. ALEC, the American Legislative Executive Council, is simply nothing but industry people sitting I can, around. I can see a lawyer from, from the industry in there to be sure that it's understood what's being written. Okay. And so that but there can were... be on record questions that say, does this cover yeah. this part You're of right. your chemical legislation? And we, we know whether it does or not. But yeah. to have a lobbyist sitting there yeah. is, you know, what? No. It, it, what it, it, what's it, going on? 
Well, I mean, in some sense, the Republicans are really being very honest about things. Yeah. But there's <laughs> no there's no lobbyists for the people who have to bear the brunt no, of the chemicals. No, I know, I know, I know. But I just, I mean, again, this is their constituents. Yeah. You know, their their constituents aren't the consumers of uh, the excess uh, yeah. deadly toxic chemicals. No. Their the constituents are the manufacturers and the the and the banks that make a lot of money off of them. An immigration appeals court upheld the deportation order of a former El Salvadoran general accused of murder and torture. We talked about this last week, yeah. but the appeals court upheld the deportation. So Carlos Eugenio Vérez Casanova is the guy who uh, is famous for the notorious killings of four U.S. churchwomen in 1980. If you weren't around then, <laughs> you just you saw photos of four nuns uh, that were slaughtered, and they dug them out, out of a shallow grave. And, and uh, this particular El Salvadoran uh, ex-general uh, yeah. was responsible. Yeah. He was living in Florida. And, and we're finally getting after, what is it now, 40 years? Yeah. Close to it. Yeah. No, 30, well, yeah, 35 years. Yeah. Only 35 years later. And yeah. we're finally, finally some acknowledgement that this guy should be held accountable. Yeah. That's why this stuff happens all the time. The chances are that even if they catch you red-handed, you can live a pretty long and prosperous life uh, before they'll get to around to, to actually doing something about it. Yes, sir. The U.S. Bureau of Prisons reportedly canceled its contract with a private company for running of a prison known as Ritmo. This is good. Yeah, okay. This is good. Yo, this is, good this is in uh, Raymondville, Texas. About 2,000 immigrant prisoners staged an uprising at the Willacy County Prison last month to protest inadequate health care at the facility they have yeah. a tent city where they put these people and really what they're they're convicted of is mostly uh, they're mostly undocumented immigrants convicted of nonviolent crimes yeah. which usually means they were just standing in the wrong place right. at the wrong time right and so putting an, an, so finally something is going to be done about yeah, this if you're going to detain them detain them in some place that isn't unhealthy uh, the American Civil Liberties Union called the closure of a welcome but longer overdue move, yeah. which is true. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that we're hiring out, that we have corporate prisons, not for, 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 for corporate uh, offenders, but <laughs> run by corporations. <laughs> that's true. Is, I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, that's it, absolutely. Yeah, these, uh, okay. Senate Democrat and Republicans agreed to delay the Senate Foreign Relations Committee's vote on legislation that would force President Barack Obama to submit to any nuclear agreement, to submit any nuclear agreement with Iran for congressional approval. So, so they delayed that, yeah. Oh, so they delayed it. Okay, yeah. so they're not, okay, they're, all right. A federal judge cleared the way for Seattle's new minimum wage law to take effect as planned next month, rejecting claims by franchises of big national chains like McDonald's that it discriminates against them. Well, <laughs> you know what? The, the good news in the, that whole battle for a livable wage for uh, fast food industry workers is that um, the McDonald's and all these other big companies were able to say, well, these are just franchise people. We're not. That's not us. Yeah. Finally, the courts said, no, you sell them everything. They have to do it by your regulations. All these requirements, it is your responsibility at the end of the day. That's the good news. Of yeah. course, they're going to fight this until they all have bloodied fingers. Yeah. But uh, 
Oregon uh, became the first state in the country to pass the, an automatic yeah. voter registration law. This, this is, is kind of exciting. This might be the best news story of the week. Potentially adding 300,000 voters to its rolls in Oregon alone. The so-called motor voter law automatically registers eligible voters whose information is on file with the Department of Motor Vehicles. All right. Potential voters have a 21-day period to opt out of the voter registry, and this is only eligible voters. Right. So if somebody's saying, "Well, we've give drivers licenses to people undocumented who are from, people, yeah, undocumented yeah, oh, doesn't matter. They're not right. They're not legal. The good news is it's, it's good news. It's like signing up for a Hulu Plus trial usage, right? Trial. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, a a one-month uh, one-month thing. thing. Yeah. You have to opt out. Yeah. On this thing, this is the good news. Most people will not opt out. So because if they wake up, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So if they wake up on election day and say, "I, I want to vote," for, I don't want to vote for that bastard. I want to yeah. vote for the other guy. They can go out and do it. Yeah. Why is this bar? I, it's just ridiculous to me. Everyone yeah. should be eligible and, unless you prove otherwise. Yeah. And here it is. Good, yeah. good news. Yeah. Good yeah. news. <laughs> Mahler likes it too. Way to yeah. go, Mahler. Yeah, way to go, Mahler. We're on the same page on this one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hoffman Construction, a major road building company and uh, in mining company, yeah. is abandoning Wisconsin because of the right to work legislation that just passed. Okay. You know, mm. that uh, ill advised. That's, it really is a right Walker to work. Yeah. In inspired. Yeah. Yes. It's not right to work. It, what it does is clamp down on any sort of union activity in the state. The reason is twofold why this major construction firm left. Hoffman believes the right to work law will ultimately cost his company money. Okay. And he sees the company, uh, the company sees Minnesota's proposal to increase transportation funding as offering greatest, greater business opportunities. Yeah. So he's going to Minnesota, pulling up stakes. I wish more companies would do that to Mr. Walker and his. The, yeah. The whatever. problem is, is yeah. people that Scott Walker is still governor. By the way, apparently getting some traction with the uh, the lunatic fringe of the Republican yeah. Party. Yeah, uh -huh. they they seem to like him. Yeah. it's kind of a for president. Yeah, it's kind of a coin toss between him and Ted Cruz right now. Yeah, yeah. those are the two darlings of the you know the wacky, yeah. really truly wacky. Yeah, that scares you, doesn't it, Mahler? Yeah. Don't worry, Mahler. We'll take care of him. Uh, yeah. A known white supremacist was arrested following a shooting spree in Mesa, Arizona. Mm -hmm. The police spokesman said one person was killed. Five others were wounded before the suspect was detained. The largest group of Presbyterian churches in the United States voted to approve same-sex marriage. Really? Yeah, they Pre did that. The Presbyterians. Oh, good. Yeah, All Presbyterians. Right. All right. Well, they, they had had funny language there. They, the definition of marriage in the church's constitution, they changed it from being between a man and a woman to being between two people, traditionally a man and a woman. Oh, I had to put that in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've been kind of doing it for the last, well, you know. sneaking it in. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all right. right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. If it makes the, you know, the, the church ladies of the Presbyterian church, you know, feel yeah. better than, okay. Right. Irvine, right. California. Uh-oh. Yeah. Irvine, California. Yeah. yeah. Irvine, California. That's where you live, Mahler. That's a good boy. You better be. Yeah, Mahler. Watch it. Was ranked third in the Go Banking Rates list of top 10 worst U.S. cities for saving money. Really? Yeah. Okay. Tell me more. Because you can't save money. You can't save money. No, you're spending it all the, the, because the median value of a home or condo has reached $630,000. Wow. And those who are rent here are stuck with a medium rent of $1,800. Is that? Whoa. Yeah. Why? The streets are wider. Yeah. There's a lot of green belts with Plus. a lot of grass on them. 
too, you know, I, I, I got to say, too, the, the only businesses that the Irvine Company encourages to come into town are mega corporations. Yeah, that's true. Or, or at least Those franchise. big franchise yeah, corporations. Corporations. So they're, all, they're, yeah. they're booting out the Ma and Pa restaurants. Yeah. And they're popping it's in true. these things. Yeah. You got a lot more like IHOPs and Elephant Bars and whatever the big, fr- well, I'm, I'm not even, yeah. Applebee's. They like those. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice city to live in, but they really have. Uh, they're they're asking for it. They're asking for it to turn, to turn into a place where you might not want to live. If you can't save any money, and the only places you can go for a business, yeah. if you can't save money, you can't spend money. Yeah, yeah. And the only place you can go to eat is some place you can eat elsewhere. Right. Then why would you want to spend your money in the city? Right. No, I agree. It, it, you're, uh, to your point. Uh, it's beautifully laid out. There's lots of great amenities here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. In the early hours Tuesday morning, the Graduate Students Organizing Committee of the United Auto Workers reached a historic tentative agreement with administrators at New York University, averting a strike, and also uh, getting uh, under a new contract, maybe. Uh, the New York University will cover 90% of graduate workers' health premiums and provide dental insurance along with wage increases for Ph.D. students. That's wild. Yeah, it is wild. I wish the NCAA would do something like that. Absolutely. This is NYU, what is this again? New York University. Yeah. Right there in the city. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good, good. And just for what it's worth, Robert Durst, the estranged son of one of New York's most prominent real estate families, has been arrested on murder charges over the killing of a longtime friend in 2000. Durst had been suspected of multiple killings for years. Authorities are still investigating him over the disappearance of his wife in 1982. Right. And in a separate case in 2001, Durst was acquitted of killing and dismembering an elderly neighbor after claiming the death was an accident. Yeah. Durst's arrest for the murder of his friend, Susan Berman, came after the filming of an HBO documentary series about his life during an unguarded moment caught on tape as Durst wore his microphone in the bathroom, he whispered, What the hell did I do? Kill them all, of course. Yeah. Kill them all, of course. Yeah. So there. Uh, if he were, yeah, if he weren't a billionaire, is he, I don't know why he's a billionaire. I forgot. What, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Mahler yeah. knows. Yeah. 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 If he was just some, you know, schlub from Ferguson, uh, I don't think he would still be walking the streets but no, that's no, not, not the case um, here anything else Mike? yeah i got two two of okay. my favorite stories of the week one is the not so good and that is uh, the gop continues to stall the um, appointment of uh, loretta lynch uh, obama's pick to yeah. succeed eric holder yeah. they're holding her up over these vote these ridiculous votes uh there was a sex trafficking um, bill that the republicans killed by inserting anti-abortion um uh language in it so now they're now they're holding up lynch basically for the same kind of crap uh the other but the good news the best my favorite story of the week beyond the the oregon registration was uh in in new jersey um uh, the governor chris christie and probable candidate for a republican nomination for president uh, negotiated with exxon mobil to uh for a deal that would have given the state 8.9 billion dollars for a settlement over gross oh yeah, yeah. inappropriate improper inadequate uh, cleanup of their um oil refineries he got them to cough up 2. Point, I mean 2 
sorry, 225 million or three cents on the dollar. Yeah. And this is causing a big problem for him yeah. in his home state. It and, should have been a lot more. And it puts, pardon the alliteration, it puts a fork in, uh, in Chris Christie's hopes to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Alliteration? Alliteration. Where's the alliteration? Puts a fork? Oh, never mind. All right. It gives it a metaphor. Oh, maybe it's a metaphor. Yeah. I mean, it's alliteration. Yeah, yeah you're right. Been, you're not, you know, yeah, I think corrected. It's a, it's, it's a metaphor. So, yeah. all right. Coughs Christie's. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, so that the good news is bye-bye, Chris Christie. That's what I was trying to get to. All right. <laughs> yes. All right, Mahler. I know. Okay. It was a metaphor. I knew that. Okay. I don't know what it was. Allegory. Yeah. And finally, Finnish law. Re- Finnish. This is in Finland. Yeah. Finnish law mm-hmm. required the food company Kesko to remove the word meat. That's right, Mahler. Meat from online descriptions of its meatballs. <laughs> the balls have the equivalent of 52% meat, said a company spokesperson. However, according to current legislation, they aren't from parts of the animal that can be described as meat. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now. <laughs> <laughs>